I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. Back once again with another podcast. Uh, this is It's Time to Refresh. Uh, back by popular demand, Carl Clover. Just because we didn't even get onto your story last time. Yeah. And straight, we'll go, we'll go jump straight into it in a minute. But basically, uh, a lot of people were like, that was fucking... Like, a lot of people regard that as, like, the the best episode yet. So, take that as you will. Uh, honestly. Good, good. It was, it was really good. And as I say, one of my favourite episodes. So, obviously, we've talked off pod a little bit and saying about how people realise that you're not just an artist, it's like a three-dimensional person yeah, there yeah. behind it as well. Uh, we were saying about, like, we got a lot of messages. You were saying you got a few, I got a few. Saying about how people have went through the same thing, so... If this podcast has achieved something, it's achieved this. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Good, no, it's good. It's a good <laughs> pod, mate. Like I say, I, I message you quite quite a bit off the back of up certain ones and that, and um, <clears throat> it gives you the chance to sort of know people away because you can't get to know me at a rave. Like you just you can't. Know. You, if, especially if I'm not working. Like it was Wonderland last week. I was going to ask you about that. Like, never yeah. ever going to get to know me at Wonderland apart from seeing me just bouncing around, having the time of my life. <laughs> pissed out my head and that's it like you're never going to get a, a certainly not a, a serious conversation out of me yeah, yeah, and then yeah. if i'm working the version of me that you see when i'm up on stage is again completely different, different. to how i am now or what i'm like you know come here <laughs> what I'm oh like. we've got a special guest on here today yeah, this, this is, is diego diego after maradona obviously yeah but yeah um well as i start them all off because somebody pointed out to me that i didn't do it on the last episode and i apologize what did you have for tea last night Chicken and rice, same as what I said. You know what I do though? I um, I I like my food a certain way. So what we do is I go to I've got a, a friend on the market, so I just go and get one of them big trays of chicken breast, yeah. season it all up, and then I just freeze it, yeah. and then every every night take one out, and then just just cook it up again. But yeah, uh, right, next, that makes ne- sense. next time we come, next time I'm up your neck of the woods. I'll cook. I'll yeah. come see you and cook for you. Come to the the, the brand new studio, which uh, yeah. I'm gonna plug it a little bit here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, fine. Uh, basically, uh, the floor was down. Uh, decorating. We're starting to move the the um, furniture and that in now. So it will be probably recorded in for the first time in about two weeks' time. Um, you next time you're up, more than welcome to come. We'll do an episode and we'll do a Patreon. I'll just drop that there. I, I don't even know if he's got the time to do it, but yeah, we'll you can do it. Do it yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so how have you been? Anyways, good, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, really good. I've literally got nothing to complain about. Everything's going well. Um, had some decent, really good bookings since the last time. Mm. Um, some good nights. That um, let's have it look good that you use uh, you put pictures up of. I was like, oh, that, that yeah, that's my sort of vibe. Brilliant that it was. Um, I mean, let's have it is always is always a, a really good night. Yeah. Um, and I'm lucky enough to keep being asked to come back because um, I think the the way that Keo says it is, we don't have residents, we just have regulars. Mm. Um, and luckily, I just think you're up there for forty five minutes to an hour. Give it your all. Mm. You know, at the end of the day. It's it's my job to make sure that I do enough for him to ask me to come back. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I, just, I just go for it. Big, yeah. bright, colourful, and it, like when I'm on stage, it's just pure energy anyway. Um, yeah. I, I don't stop moving because I always feel that we was on about Zach before. Yeah. If I see someone on stage having the time of their life, 
I buy into that energy. So if mm -hmm. I'm up there and I've got a big smile and I'm loving it and I've got all the crowd going along with me, then it's a winner, isn't it? So yeah, I think a lot of people as well with presence like that. It, it it can it can uh, excel you as a star. Yeah. Like if you if you have you uh, have you seen people who've got natural star energy? Like I don't know what you would call it, like a natural charisma, where they walk in the room and you know they've walked in a room. Yeah. Um. Or like like you see somebody like a uh, uh, famously like someone like, uh, like the Beatles or, yeah. or Elvis. And they like, just walk in and every, everyone's head turns. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think if you add that energy to it, it it just it heightens it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I always got a buzz off um, MC Storm in the hardcore scene. He jumps Love back him. and forth and like the energy, it's infectious. Even though there's all, like, you might not like some of his stuff as a, as a, as a thing, you can't get help but get in, invested into the effort he's yeah, putting in. Yeah, I absolutely I mean? love him. Um, one of the first few Let's Habits that I did, he was on, oh, right. and um, the lineup with that was sublime. It was Finchie. I'm sure it was Finchie, um, Easy, Storm, and then me and Keo. Mm. And um, as soon as I seen Storm was on, I was like, when he's on, I don't want to drink, I don't want to piss, I don't want to speak to anyone. <laughs> I'm just going to stand at the stage and just watch him. Mm. And then I was just watching him like, I look like a proper little fanboy. I was like, he looks like he, he's... He owns the stage, and he, he's just brilliant. No matter, and I've worked with him for, I think it were Rave Kids as well. Yeah. Um, and it were, he's just on another level. Like he's, it's a he's, gym workout, isn't it? When yeah, you see him. He, <laughs> he just doesn't stop, and he's yeah. like, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's he's it's a perfect example that I've just watching him, and I think I try and sort of, I wouldn't say copy that, but I try and add Give my the same spin, energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because even as a performer, like watching him, and I was just like. All I wanted to do was dance when he was on, mm. but at the same time, all I wanted to do was just stand still and watch him and take note and learn off him as well. So, yeah, it's uh, he's brilliant, Storm, um, and he's such a such a nice guy as well. Yeah. Like usually, you you can get people who can be a bit sort of snobbish and stuff, and he, he's brilliant. He's, he's like I say, he's a diamond of a guy. Excellent. Um, so you were saying you were BTID Wonderland? How was that? amazing uh, it was um even it, it was raining and we kept having to move it from outside to inside to outside and that but the rain for me i i didn't stop dancing i did like thirty-eight thousand steps like from <laughs> all, like I, was, I couldn't walk until the thursday after that <laughs> and then, honestly i was knackered my back and everything was my back my legs my thighs i was oh god i'm too old to be doing that but it was it was such a good do um yeah. you know from from the very first minute we got there and it was raining and I just thought I'm not letting the rain spoil Spoiler, it I'm yeah. just that's it just have a few vodka Red Bulls and they've, they've set it. a standard haven't they with, with the, the, them style raves now they're, like. they're, they're just different different level aren't they yeah. with BTID but yeah. anyone who wants to do it on a big uh, on a big scale if you see someone come along and they're like I'm I'm going to do the biggest and best rave bouncer scene they've set a, 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 the, oh, the yeah. standard you, you, there you've like, got to go big otherwise you're always just going to be compared to it's good, but it's not PTID good. Yeah, like, yeah, it's always yeah, going to yeah, be like yeah, that, yeah. and I think that's what what Keo does with Let's Have It. Yeah. Let's Have It is it's big, it's bright, it's it's yeah. it's everything BTID is, but in one night, like so. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, we'll get into your story as because we never got into it last yeah. time. So if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend going back because it's really good and watch and watch the first episode uh, with Carl. So what we'll do is, if this is if you're alright with this, we can go from your story but where does the music come into your to your um oh, from from a kid like a kid. uh from when we lived in london um me and my big brother 
was do you remember the kid and play yeah, um, yeah, yeah house party house party yeah we we wanted to be them <laughs> so from back then we was writing writing like little rhymes and stuff and we was yeah. doing little dances and that i'm not doing them for this by the yeah. way not doing the Patreon dance exclusive behind the paywall. <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah we uh so we were practicing little dances and but that back then obviously it was like more hip-hop and stuff like yeah, that but yeah. i've always like coming from a jamaican background music is from the minute you wake up music's on yeah it's on all day all night until after we went to sleep and that and yeah it's sort of in terms of growing up i didn't really sort of get into bounce until what's a late on but i was more into like so solid crew heartless yeah. crew and stuff like that and i, I more wanted to be like a grime uh, that makes sense yeah you can you go i can hear that when you when you when you yeah talking. and i, I so what of, was your first rave then Ooh. First rave was at uh, not sanctuary. Is it Crick? Um, I can't remember what it was. I'd, 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 there were loads of nights out that had like say back in Bolton, yeah. um, back in the day they used to have jacks on a Thursday night. Yeah. And um, I remember going there one night and it was flipping Phil and MC mm-hmm. Domino was on, um, and Ectic was on, and I just remember seeing Domino and he like the time I was like fucking hell he's mint, like. And it were it were really good, but my first actual rave rave, I, I was at Crick. I can't remember what night it was. I don't think it was a sanctuary one. It was just one of them where we knew about sanctuary and all the tapes and stuff. And we've got to go along. We went along, and it weren't a sanctuary night. Yeah. So I was fuming, but it was still a good night. But um, can you remember it, who was on at all when you went in or? Uh, no, no, I can't remember. It. I was. I was already smashed before I got there. <laughs> like before, because obviously that's the way you, do, you, you get yeah. smashed before you go. Cheaper night. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we, I was smashed before. I just remember like getting there thinking this is quick like what the fuck like yeah I, I didn't expect it to just be that i don't know what i expected it to be but i didn't expect it to be that like walking through that churchyard on the way there and yeah. like as you go past pier and i was like there's a nightclub around here and then we turned on to an actual housing estate and i was like yeah. that's quick like no way all these tapes i've been listening to yeah. that's quick but yeah the atmosphere off the tapes it makes it sound massive yeah you well, think it, it was like um you think it was like a, a massive club but yeah. just got there and I was like no way this is just not what I expected it to be but yeah it was still it was still a really good night from what I remember but yeah, yeah. and then um, I started going to like the sanctuary nights um, so this was Sanctuary the Creek at this time yeah, yeah. so what's it like 2002, 2003 uh, yeah and then I think our Jordan ended up getting on with them round about that time 2003, 2004-ish um, and then it moved to Syndicate yeah. And then Syndicate was ace. I loved it there. Um, Mega club. Oh, Mega. It was so good. Um, not the best when you was, uh, had more than alcohol and that dance floor started. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was class. I loved Syndicate. It was such... I have so many really good, funny, funny memories from there. But I think that was the time where, for me, it was at its best. Yeah. In terms of, like, you had Arky and Duffy that had just sort of broke onto the scene. You had our Jordan. I weren't really emceeing. Not in... Not in like sanctuary yeah. big clubs like that anyway but the the talent that was coming out then layback was still very sort of yeah on the so that, but on the way here i'm sorry for interrupting yeah. but on the way here, I, I thought oh sort of refresh my mind or something i just had a the 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 sanctuary shakedown mix on yeah that you um did and that rhyme the sanctuary rhyme with yeah. where you rhyme off all the names it's just like that's good that, yeah, <laughs> oh, um, that. i like i like that rhyme i mean there was a lot of a lot of thought went into that from me jordan and farrell um and i said because it's funny how that mix come about farrell messaged me and said right i'm gonna put 
initially it was me and Martin, um, Martin Murrell, was going to be on, I think it was 18th birthday, yeah. for a for a set that we'd done our, um, we'd done our mix, and then he said, oh, I want you to do that mix on, right, on okay. the night, so I said, yeah, yeah, sound, and then for whatever reason, I think it was lockdown, and then it all changed and everything, and he said, oh, bad. he said, I'm putting you on main stage now, rather than room two, I said, yeah, that's fine, I'll, I'll, I'm happy with that, um, and then I said, well, I'll do a promo for it, so I actually said to him, is there anyone who's like, got quite a big name? who fancies doing me a mix, so I wanted Guesty at first. Yeah. Because um, I've always wanted to just do a mix of him. I've worked with him like, on stage and I've wanted to do a mix of him. Um, and then he said, oh, he said, I don't think he's got the recording material or stuff like that. He said, yeah. um, he said, he said, is my name not big enough for you? <laughs> I said, well, to be fair, I didn't, I didn't want to be cheeky enough and ask you to do it. I said, A, because... I didn't want to like. I didn't want you to sit and say no. I'm too busy and feel like I'm not worthy of you doing a mix. Yeah. I said, but B, you take too fucking long to reply. I said, like, <laughs> so I could ask you for a mix, and it's exactly what what I thought would happen happened. So he said, well, I'll, I'll do you a mix. He said, I'll have one, I'll have one over to you in a couple of weeks. But then he had the thing with his house yeah. where that fell through, and then he was waiting, and he kept messaging me every like two months <laughs> I will get on to it I've just not got time at the minute yeah, don't worry yeah, yeah. I said yeah that's fine I said listen I'm not going to rush you you, you feral yeah. <laughs> I'm not in a position to tell you like hurry up what you're doing and all that so by the end he sent this mix over I put it on and I was just like fucking hell this mint like, yeah. I've, I've got proper. to work my socks off of this one like, I've got I've got to deliver because A it's feral yeah. the proper sanctuary tunes as yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're all yeah, the yeah. tunes that that I would say we put that on. We put that on. We put, yeah, every yeah. single one was, was on it, and um, he said, "Like, how do you want to? How do you want the mix to be done?" I said, "Mate, you're fabulous. Like, yeah. I, I can't tell you how to. You do what you want to do, and, and I'll work yeah. around it." And he said, "Well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll go like MC friendly, then vocally. MC friendly, then vocally." He said, oh, "I said, brilliant. Do that." So he did that, and then um, I said, "What I want to do." I said, because it's building up to your 18th birthday, and usually your 18th is a big one. Mm. And you you go to any 18th party, and they've got pictures of, you know, when you was a baby all the way up until yeah. I said, what I want to do is I want to tell a story of Sanctuary from when it started yeah. up until now. I said, so we do me a favour and just send me a list of some of the clubs that you've worked at. I said, because I've not been at every single week. Yeah. You have. I said, send me a list of the clubs that you've worked at. Um some of the artists that you've worked with yeah um and then i'll just throw in a few memories and stuff like that as well and um i, I sort of went through it and then I, I sent him the rhyme and he said it's hard to sort of read it and see how it's going to be said yeah, so yeah, i sent yeah. him i recorded it and sent it him um he said yeah i'm happy with that i sent it to our jordan he was like yeah he said if you deliver it right it's going to sound good yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah i was i was happy with that rhyme it was a good one because it took me took me down memory lane as well which is really good there was a yeah. lot of things on there that that i'd forgot about and just little things like the first time i heard um ben the bass the drum yeah. i was like fucking hell like, it's, it's so simple but so effective i was like come yeah. on be like giddy for it but yeah, yeah there's loads of little things on there that that really do sort of bring back good good memories of when like the early days of going out so yeah massively underrated mcb isn't he massively. so good so good he's just um I've, he's another one that the energy no yeah. matter how many times i watch him on stage i'll just stand there and just watch because he's got star presence as oh well. yeah like, he's every, everything about him like yeah he could do the most basic rhyme but it sounds so good yeah and he, he's i mean i don't think he has a basic rhyme but <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's just brilliant he's um he, he's another one there's very few people that can get on stage 
and just have the crowd doing exactly what they want them to do. Exactly. And he's yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah. He's again, he's super, super talented. Right. Yeah. We sort of went off on a tangent. Like yeah. we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll sort of head back. You were talking about your first nights out and stuff like that. Yeah. So sort of were you obviously being you being the older brother to Jordan. Were you going and supporting him at these nights and stuff um, like that because you were same Jordan? Yeah, at, I mean, I, I was out pretty much every weekend anyway at the time. So yeah. wherever there was something on, I was there. Um, me and all the lads were, was sort of all out. Um, but I think Jordan, he he got into it because I used to do a little bit here and there anyway. So yeah. my mate Berg, he um, when we was younger, he had decks in his bedroom and that. And then we we was really good mates of um, MC Worthy. Right. And then Werve used to MC, and then I used to want to get involved, but I was like, right, I'll try the decks. I could never ever match the beats. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, DJing would would have never been for me. <laughs> yeah. I'd be all right now because you can sync it, but um, <laughs> yeah. But realistically, like, I just couldn't mix. I just couldn't get. I couldn't for whatever reason. I just couldn't do it. And then yeah. I thought, oh, I'll just write a little. Like I write a little bit of a rhyme and stuff because I was listening to the tapes. I was listening to Werve. Um, and then I was listening to still like So Solid Crew and all that sort of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So I was writing like rhymes and stuff. And then, yeah, I just sort of, I was out all the time anyway. And then Jordan got into it. There used to be a, a, a night in the pub down the road for me at Stag's Head in Dean. Yeah. And ev everyone in Bolton or everyone locally used to go there. Every, every Thursday or Tuesday night it was. Yeah. Um, and you go there and that like everyone with there. I mean one of the first times I went Roach was there yeah. um, and there's loads of people who, who've gone who, who, who was big names at the time and stuff and <coughs> excuse me and um, yeah so I was always out anyway and then obviously Jordan come and I think I'm pretty sure I gave Jordan his first ever booking I used to <coughs> I used to call run a night with um, you know Adam Walker the name rings a bell he's um, he used to be on all like the older sanctuary ones I think and that. so yeah, yeah really yeah, good yeah, like yeah. Italic with, with Dave Shaw and all yeah, that yeah 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 I do um, that, yeah. yeah so me and him ran a night called Gravity yeah and we touched on this last time on the last podcast didn't yeah, we? yeah 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 and right. it's, um, we, we sort of the first night we had it was me me Jordan for his first gig mm. um, what made you want to do this then like what was uh, the thing behind it to run it yeah like um, it was just one of them where <coughs> I think Walker had a lot of, I don't say connections, but Walker grew up with Desire, Farrell and, yeah. and Avi and all them. Um, and to get on Sanctuary at that time was near on impossible because there were so many super talented people and I was yeah. nowhere near that level. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to be outstanding to get on. And it, it was just one of them. And the other nights that were about weren't, anything that sort of I was interested in like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. there was the Maxime's ones the but it was a different style um not only just music but a different style of MCing that I was more towards the sort of sanctuary quick type yeah I know um, exactly what you mean no disrespect to, to the Maxime's MCs but when uh, if, if you li listen to them it, it was a certain um a certain clientele it was aimed at yeah. same goes for for Sanctuary people who went to Maxime's who preferred that over, yeah. over Sanctuary and it's the same everywhere like you see this argument so so like Maxime were like was it like Scotty G and stuff like yeah. that and then obviously you've got, you had the Monroe's ones as well a lot yeah. of people say oh, I don't like the Monroe's ones who's from from Wigan because they went to the Crick and then a lot of the Crick, uh, Crick ones uh, Monroe's ones say I don't like the Crick because yeah. they went to Monroe's and it's, it's one of them things where it's like 
you're just used to what you grew up on that's and, it and, and it, that's it just it for me it was just like again without digging at anyone because they're, they're all I remember that when Farrell and, and that ran that um, the big reunion back in 2015 or something like that where it was oh yeah, 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 yeah. like all under one roof yeah it was heaven like they, they had medicine they had everything everything Tears was all everything, there isn't it? Yeah. and you'd just be walking from one room to another and you just it, it was so good but at the time like I weren't interested in in being on Maxims I weren't interested in trying mm. to get on Munro's or anything like that it was just all about sanctuary so we just sort of followed that path and then because everybody that Walker knew and everyone that I knew was more into sanctuary anyway we, we used to work together, me and Walker, and Avi as well, and um, we just sort of said, like, do you not fancy throwing a, a night together? And just, we, we, didn't, we didn't really think of it as, as competing with, with Sanctuary, because in my opinion, like, you couldn't. Yeah. Um, and I think Walker was exactly the same. It was just a case of having our own night where we could just, both of us get on for a little bit, get a few people on, have a free night out. Yeah. maybe earn a little bit of money out of it if we can yeah. uh, and just have a really good time so we ended up having a couple of nights at Crip we actually got Farrell on he was DJing for us when he when he first started DJing yeah. um, he wouldn't MC for us like he, he turned <laughs> up and I tried giving him the mic and he was like I'm only booked as a DJ I was like I oh, know but you're effing because I, <laughs> I wanted to learn from him like but he yeah. was like I'm, I'm not I'm not doing it I think um, Campbell was on Paul EC was on as well um, that night and he was another he was like Farrell like, I remember one of the CDs that Walker's got he said, Farrell, like, this is one of your tunes, like, go stick to it or something like that. Mm. And he was just stood at the bar, Farrell, just like, the way he does, like, just say no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just more a case of, like, because of the people that, that Walker knew, mm. um, we just wanted to put something together so that we could just do our little thing as well um, and, and enjoy the enjoy the buzz. Yeah, excellent. So when you so you just got together and said, right, we'll get this these DJs, and I think these are good, these MCs yeah. and these are good. Put the night on. How did it go? Really good. I mean, the first the first night, the lineup um, was, I think it was Walker, Dave Shaw, Guesty, EJ, Desire. It's not like, a bad lineup, is it? It's not <laughs> like, a bad lineup. It's it? really good. And then there was there was me, Jordan, and I think it was Paul EC was yeah. the first one. I think Avi was. I don't think Avi was on the first one. Yeah. Or it might have been. It was either Paul EC or Avi, whichever yeah. the first one was. Um, but yeah, it was. It was just really good. And like I said, for me, you know, working with people that I'd been listening to and all that, and you know, yeah, and I'd seen at raves and everything, and working like with people like Guesty and Desire and that. It's you, an education as well, isn't yeah, it? So when you're it. there, you're, you're learning sort of on the job as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Sort of thing. So after after the success of that night, what was what was next? Were you throwing a couple more parties? Yeah, or? we had we had quite a few. I think we did it all in for. We did it over the course of about two years, I think. Mm. Um, we had a few. Um, we did a few on our own, and then we did uh, a couple of verses nights with uh, Adrenaline. Yeah, um, you sent me the flyers last time. I was having a yeah. review, and I was like, "These lineups are amazing." Yeah, they were fucking, They were really good, and yeah. that's when I first met Arky and Duffy and yeah. um, Satster and Angel and, and a few others. And mm. like, you, you sort of build the networking thing there, and there, there's a few of them. Then we did. Um, Battle of the Tribes, which was at DNA, which right. was um, I remember this such night. a good night. I don't, unfortunately. Mm. I got smashed. <laughs> um, I got there, there was basically me and Jordan was representing Gravity. Arky yep. and Duffy was representing uh, Adrenaline. Farrell was doing Sanctuary with with somebody else, and then yep. there was, um, was Danny well. was doing. Um, 
Okay. I think divorce. Yeah, I think divorce was on, and the, the my, there was one or two others anyway. Yeah, um, with dance attack on as well, if I remember rightly. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think Woody was on that, and and I don't think Worthy was. I think it was Woody and someone else. Yeah. But um, can we sit down? It's a good, decent lineup, though. But, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they were really good. But again, I was young. I was daft, and um, can't remember who. I do remember who. I'm not going to name him though. Um, <laughs> gave me more than a drink, yeah. and then I just remember being on stage and. I was fucked, like I was really, I was pilled up really bad. <laughs> back then, obviously, the pills are strong and everything. Yeah. And I just, um, I just remember, I was saying oggy, 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 and I must have done it about eight times in a row because I was that fucked. And Jordan just come over, grabbed the mic off me, and went, "Go and enjoy the night." <laughs> so I would just go, I got down on the stage and enjoyed my night and that instead. But yeah, it was. Uh, other than that, it was such a good night. But um, yeah, yeah, it was. I used to love DNA. Excellent. Yeah, such a good club. Excellent. I remember one of my one of my best memories of being on a night out was in DNA with um, Guesty, yeah. John G, and it was um, I can't remember if it was Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas Eve, and he played Set You Free at midnight. Right, and it started like whoever it was that like did the count. I think it must have been Farrell did the countdown. And then it started, you know, the set you free bit when the thunder comes in yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, no, it was like, I just remember being stood there just thinking, fuck me, this is euphoric as fuck. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was DNA. I had so many good journeys to, on the coaches there and on yeah, the coaches yeah. back, but in the actual club as well. A lot of the really... time it is, it's about the, the journey there as well. And yeah. It makes it like, or being with your mates and knowing all that, like, it's all part of what the scene is as well. Oh, like, definitely. Like, the journeys used to be some of the funniest times, like, yeah. and on the way back as well. Um, you Everyone know. dying off. <laughs> well, back then it weren't. Everyone was like, it, it was different then. Like, now, like now, we got back from, uh, we finished Wonderland. I didn't stay till the end last week because my legs were done. Yeah. Um, I rang the taxi an hour early and said, listen, you're going to have to come and pick me up. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to come home now. <laughs> so they come and picked us up. And I was asleep in the taxi on the way home because yeah. I just I'm too old to do it now. But back then you're younger, you can go for <laughs> yeah. days on end and, yeah, and not yeah, not yeah. like think it. So even back then, even on the coaches, you'd have like a, a a massive coach on the way back, and everyone's still just on the same vibe, and they're all Class. still having a laugh and all that. And like Blackpool's a bolt, and it's about an hour. So when yeah. you when you still and then you get back, and everyone's like, right, drop us off at uh, Albion in town, and right, where's everyone going to? And you're all yeah. going back to. Probably my mate Pooshies or back to mine if my dad weren't there or and just wherever it was like everyone would scatter off into their own different like yeah, groups yeah. of like fours and fives and that but the coaches were were min on the way there because everyone was <laughs> buzzing for it and on the way back and everyone was like just in the same vibe someone would have a tape on like get the driver to put a tape on usually one of the sanctuary ones and it was just mint it was just class what I, what I always think of when I think of sanctuary in Blackpool even to, to this day is everyone treats it as an away day don't they yeah. like it's proper getting involved I'm at the seaside let's yeah, do this that's it. it's like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's such like back then obviously like now obviously everyone's a little bit older yeah. but back then like it was so good like like you say you, you get there early during the yeah. day you'd be doing the pub like the pub crawls during the day first of all and then you'd end up out and everybody was yeah, yeah. I, I used to love them days. In the words of Candy, you can't beat a banging shit all. Nah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, honestly. He said that to it's me last right. night. Oh, by the way, I was at uh, Sopranos versus Corruption Bounce at Element 51, I think it's called. It used to be called something yeah. else. I was there last night and I had to catch up with a few people and that it was a decent night. It was it was a lot busier than I thought it was going to be as well. Um, and Making moves, aren't they, Corruption Bounce? Yeah, they seem to be doing bits. Mm. Like I've seen, they've done two 
decent events now, if I, if I remember rightly. They did that one in the factory as well. I thought yeah. that was decent. Looked really good, that. Molly um, was on that. So, yeah, I... Uh, I seen Candy last night, and and he was like, he, big smile. Yeah, yeah. He just, <laughs> I love him. Like, yeah, he's such a lovable guy. But um, we, we were saying about uh, you, the the best raves, shitholes, man. Yeah, like, abs- uh, just just the little the little it's dives. So appealing. It's so appealing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so going on with your story, you you've were you get after the the gravity sort of thing were you getting sort of gigs here and there for like different yeah I was getting like not not the big ones as such because again at the time it was the talent big talent so, Arky, yeah. Duffy Layback Jordan had burst mm-hmm. onto the scene Blackout was was big then as well so Dowie was 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 mint can I ask a question I, and and I'll cut it out if you, if you don't want want it in see when 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 the Blackout thing came along obviously you've, you're really tightly close to that sort of group of lads yeah did you ever think about jumping on the the, the volumes or anything like that no the it's weird right because the guy who ran blackout well one of the guys who, who co-ran blackout was uh, lemmy um my dad was with his mum mm-hmm. and the my dad was like why don't you go down and see lemmy let me get let, get you on and i was like because blackout is like jordan curtis Dowie, um, double and that. I said they're Jordan's mates. Yeah. They're not. They're not my mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's Jordan's thing. I said, and I don't want to. As successful as they was getting, I didn't yeah. want to be invaded in it. Like, darling. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Jordan and and you. Like it. It was always a case of let Jordan do his thing. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, like piggybacking on the back of his success. Yeah, yeah. Let him do his thing, and I'll do my thing. Wherever mine takes me, wherever his takes him. Like, yeah, I, like, I respect that, by the way, I respect that. Yeah. I was just thinking, though, because obviously when I said I was listening to a couple of the mixes to refresh my mind, uh, that, that style you did probably would have fitted in pretty well. Yeah. In, in hindsight, you're looking re- retrospectively, but that style would have fitted in. It was more, I just think, like, I was, I was a couple of years older, mm-hmm. and because it was done at a youth club and stuff like that, I was probably 18, 19, they yeah. was, like, sort of 15, 16, and yeah. sort of coming through. And I just thought I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd, I was maybe a year or two just too old to be yeah. sort of going doing that. Um, so it was just never like, I think I John said a few times, like, come down and, and get on. Like, and I said, no, nah, it's, it's your thing. Like, yeah, you yeah, you yeah. do that because it's you and your mates. Um, and I'll just keep I, I respect thing, that massively yeah. like that's that's because a lot of people would have just jumped on it like yeah just because see a little bit of success it's like I'll have a bit but of yeah, it. you had special guests and that so I think I'm sure Candy did one yeah he did yeah Candy yeah. did one um, Wizard did one yeah, and, yeah. and a few other people here and there sort of did them um, but I just never thought like I thought that's Jordan's thing let, yeah. let him own that and then I'll do whatever I'm doing like so, yeah, yeah. yeah so 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 during that that time of um, you doing the odd gig here and there, are you still actively writing uh, all the time? Is it what what's because I, I as a as a producer in DJ, I don't know how MTs work. Do you have like um, a, a batch of like inspiration, or is it a constant thing? So for me, I'm constantly writing music. It might, I'll probably go home tonight, do an hour or two tomorrow night, and the day after, or is it just when the inspiration hits you? Like what? What, um, what was the right? I think. Process, like? I think as an MC, for me, your mind's always on the go. Mm. Um, so I'll be, we'll be out somewhere. Me and Gemma, for example, mm. um, and 
I'll, I'll say to her, oh, do us a favour, if I've not got my phone in me or whatever, so do me, just, just text me this. Mm-hmm. And I, um, one, the other day I thought like a, a, a little punchline where it says like, I'm full of punchlines like a fistful of cork. Mm. Like, because it's punchlines, so fistful like of cork. It, like it. And I said, do, I said, text me that so I remember it, because what I'll do, I, I'll be doing something and yeah. I'll think of a really good punchline. No one steal this, by the way. Yeah, if you see that, <laughs> someone's, if you see like someone on someone's mix now, I'll be fuming. But, um, but yeah, I, I get what you I've seen it and I, I said to text me because Whatever I'm doing, even if I'm just washing up or something, yeah, you'll forget. I said, yeah. te- text me this because it's really, I'll, I'll be able to fit in somewhere at some point. Right, but very similar to me then. So yeah, and then for me, if I, I if I hear a melody, I'll be, I'll get my phone out and I'll I'll, I'll hum the melody into the, <laughs> yeah. into the thing. But I've got an ear now. Yeah. I, I do it all on my notes on here. So if I ever lose this phone, I'm fucked. Yeah, but um, well, I I dropped the f- uh, people who are regular podcast listeners will know. I dropped my phone. Uh, in um, Venice Canal. Yeah. So I that lost all my notes. I had all the questions off everybody that had been writing in. I had to go over all the messages again and get them. So now um, I've got um, Google, well, I, I Google my, Notes. Yeah, yeah. So it's saved to, like, if yeah, you lose it, you can log that's in what and I've find got it. Mine, yeah, so I've, got, like, I've got on here, like, all my rhymes are on there. Yeah. There's fucking hundreds. There is a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> and then but, there's, there's loads of little ones where, like, there's there's bits of rhymes where it's not an actual 16 or a 32 yeah. it's just a little four a little idea, at some yeah. point i'll be able to put that in somewhere it because out, it, yeah. it sounds really good i like but, the fact that you, you do it like, <coughs> just my opinion but you doesn't feel like you're forcing it you know like, i need to finish that thought that four yeah that no i'll wait until i'll wait until something clicks clicks yeah. right i'll i'll have little punchlines and i think that that will be really good yeah and sometimes I will. I remember it was only about a couple of weeks ago. I was I was laying on here and Gemma lay with me, and I'm I was looking at this sort of these four bars. And I think that would go really fucking well. But what with? And I'm just staring at it and staring <laughs> at it and just thinking nothing. All I can think of is the four lines that are in front of me, and I just put my phone down. I can't do it. I'll yeah, you can't it. force it. And then um, it'll just be something. Something will happen. I'll be watching something, or I'll be scrolling through Facebook, see something. I think there's a topic on that. So in in my notes, there's there's about there's a page of about thirty five topics. Right. Like, okay. Whether it's like suicide or um, yeah. airing out dirty laundry or I'll, I'll tell you something like <laughs> a lot of your rhymes are like they hit deep. Like yeah, uh, I, I heard that one from the perspective of a, a mum trying to um, use the kid as a toy and yeah. I thought fucking hell this is this is like the amount of people who would get a latch onto that and, and be like yeah. that's me I, I can I can relate to the that the ironic thing is I use that one in, in mine and Marty's mix um, turn up the heat yeah I use that one and then about six or seven months later I split up with my kid's mum and I ended up going through court to see him <laughs> <laughs> I was like fucking hell yeah. fucking called me on fate here. but um, no it was um, yeah there's the stuff that like what I try and do is is I try and write my rhymes in a way that, um, like you said, they're quite deep, but there's an element of humour to it as well. Well, you can hear the fun in, in yeah. a lot of the stuff. Like, um, there was one where you, you're going and you, you're saying that, oh, the, the, the year, sorry for paraphrasing it, but I'm not the best at remembering lyrics. Yeah. So, um, you, you say basically that... Um, she like washed out and now she needs somebody to support her um and and you drop the you drop the the wordplay line and honestly i heard it i was like oh, that's good that uh with the uh you're a nugget and i don't mean golden and i was just yeah, like oh you're a nugget and i don't mean gold yeah, yeah um, that's fucking i was just like that's that's clever that yeah um i do i, I try to sort of add a bit of humor in it because when i listen to people so i'll listen to um 
like Eminem, for example. Yeah. And he, he's the same. He'll have a very dark... Or I'll, like the comedians that I like, like Jimmy Carr, yeah. Ricky Gervais, like the people who they'll be touching on such a dark, sombre topic. Just dancing on the line, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then they'll have something that's hilarious in there as well, or yeah. someone like um, Jim Jeffries or something like that. Different point of view as well. Yeah. So they're saying, right, like I know I'm sort of going off topic, but they're going basically saying, right, this is really bad. This is the worst thing that could happen. But look at it from this angle. Yeah. It's like, that so that, is, that's what I yeah, try and yeah, do yeah. with the rhymes like where you listen to it and you think some of them I see how far I can push it where I, I sort of see where like, can you say that like mm. yeah, have you found your backlash off any of the rhymes um, because there's a few people like the shoe fits sort of thing I don't know yeah. if I listen to your music though so no yeah um, when I did my first mix so my first mix was Home Truths yeah. and I basically I put loads of statuses saying this whole mix is about you lot because it's only about what I've seen on Facebook. There was a couple of rhymes about my, my childhood, not many. Mm. It was mainly about you lot, what I see on. So it's mm. all aimed at you lot. Like it's not, it's not aimed at anything else. It's yeah. all everything that I see off you. So there's a few people. There's there's one where um, I title my my rhymes so I know what they are. Like faggy lads were basically lads who have a missus that. Um, Treats them like shit. Right, walks all over them, yeah, 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 and, all yeah, yeah. and then keep going, running back all the time. And yeah. she's my world, and all this sort of stuff. And then yeah. it happens every weekend. There was a few people as like, is this aimed at me, mate? And I, said, <laughs> well, I said it wasn't, but now you brought it to my attention. If you, you know, if you feel it is, then maybe you should do, yeah, something, do, something, with your, do something with your relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a couple where um, that's a brilliant rhyme that as well. Yeah. When I heard that, that, that was on that mix as well. I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is good. This. Um, but, yeah, I get what you mean for, that's, for that's context. That's a long one, that as well. Yeah. I think that's about 250 bars or something like that. <laughs> I started writing it, and it was only meant to be like a 32. Yeah, and it's um, got carried away. And I just thought, it's going to go, it's going to keep going and going and going and going and going. <laughs> and then in the end, it was like eight pages long, and I was, it got to a point where I was recording it in the studio, and the first time I recorded it, I had to stop and have a breather, because I'd never actually said it all in one oh, go before. Yeah, yeah. And then, because I, I did a video for it, and then I had, to, sorry, I had to practice doing that over and over and over, know where to do the pauses, because it's all right writing a rhyme, but yeah. if you don't know how to deliver it and where to get your breath so you can go into the next bit and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's, I try and just add the humour element to it, like um, as well as being quite dark, because I, I never really want to talk about fucking you know, being a drug dealer and smashing people's heads yeah. in and being the big hard cunt and fucking having 40 birds and all that. Yeah. It's not a re it's not a reality. People see through it straight away. Absolutely, when you, when you yeah. see people who are talking about things that you know that they don't live, yeah. you just think you're a fraud. Yeah. But with me, everything everything that I talk about in a rhyme, you can look at it There's think, a relatable Yeah, you can think, it. yeah, like he's actually been through it or he's seen that or we've seen that somewhere else so yeah, yeah. it's um i yeah. try to add realism humor and just darkness because that's that's me as i am quite a dark like my sense yeah. of humor nine times out of ten i am the person where people say oh well, this person's coming around they don't like this humor like just, just don't say anything like i'm always that I've person to put the filter on so many yeah, times where people are like Carl, don't don't say anything daft yeah. like yeah, no worries like but i have got i've got a dark humor which you can tell off a lot of my statuses and stuff like that yeah, as well, yeah, so. yeah. Excellent, yeah. mate. So, right, am I, correct me if I'm right, am I right in thinking you had a bit of a, a, a break from the, the scene and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? Um, I don't even know why, I just sort of, it were, just before Callum were born, 
Um, so it's like 2000 and... So you were born 10. in 2012. 12. Yeah. Um, you were born in 2012, and it was just before that where I just sort of... I'd stopped spending time with the people that I used to go out with all the time in terms of going out. There was... Um, my mate Dini got in like a really bad car crash, and mm. it sort of... It divided a lot of us because there were... He ended up getting like a big compensation claim, and there were so many leeches like just hanging around him that was like only there because he had the money yeah, and stuff like that and then food, it? it just sort of like I looked at things and I just thought it's not it's not what I want I, I want different like and then I, so I just stopped going out I started just having like normal nights out but even when you went on a normal night out back then like the pub scene and, and clubs and that was so good I didn't feel like I was missing out on the raves or anything like that yeah, it was yeah. just like going out on a like on a Saturday afternoon in Bolton uh, finish football straight out on a Saturday afternoon you're out on you know on the lash all yeah. day all night and then Sunday club you just usually That's round it, at the yeah, mate's yeah, house yeah. Sunday club watching you know soccer Sunday and stuff like that um, usually me and my mate Vinny are, are round at Poosh my mate Poosh and, and Berg and, um, and Josh and everyone like that so we'd all be out and about but just not not going to rave so I just stopped even if I did go to them yeah I weren't really interested in MCing. I just wanted to be there and enjoy, like, yeah, just enjoy and yeah, just yeah. just basically be a rave because at the end of the day, that's what I was first and foremost. Yeah. That's what I will be when I stop writing and stuff like that. And it's just something that you know. What was the the last rave that you went to of that time then that you can remember at all? Do you... I think I always went to him because I, I in terms of working. Uh, no, well, yeah, like the last sort of booking you took sort of um, for your little hiatus. I think it was one for, I'm pretty sure it was like a Cheeky Tunes one. It was in Atherton. It was a fucking really good night, to be fair. Mm. And then I think after that, I just preferred getting smashed. Like yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be on stage. Yeah. Um, I just preferred to be at the bar. Loving it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyeballing Sambuca and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Class. Yeah, Class. I just preferred to be, I, I, I just preferred to be, because there were no back then there weren't any money in it mm. and you're lucky to get maybe 40 quid but you'd spent 30 quid in a taxi anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. so there was no money in it there was no real back then reason to mm. really push yourself to to, to other be than, really other than yeah other than just a passion for it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think I had the passion for it then yeah. to really sit there and, and write I mean I did write a lot of rhymes but I didn't have the passion to really sort of push myself on and stuff where I had passion for, for getting smashed, you know, I'd, <laughs> all day long I was yeah. you know, that's it, that's, like, be out, that's it. So I, I just preferred to to just go out, have a drink, have a laugh, and then that were it. So I just I just stopped doing it and then it got to the point where I was still going to raves and that, so I'd, our Jordan would ring me every now and again and say, oh, I've got this night in Newcastle, Jordan, yeah, I'm definitely on that road trip. Because, yeah. again, it's the, it's the road trip and that, that makes the experience. It, yeah. Absolutely. Um, or he'd say, I remember there was one in working and that I come to him, I come with him, um, me, Jordan, I think it was Rhinesy, and Rapid, and Rapid drove. Um, and and what a good night that was. like. And there was, a, there was one in Scotland where it was me, Jordan, uh, our mate Liam Broomhead and yeah. um, I think it was Ryan's again yeah. and then again just the the nights up there are so much better I don't know what it is everyone just seems to be more wild which mm. suits me because when, when I have a drink I don't go out often but when I do yeah. I just think go for it like just, <laughs> just have a mint night just leave everything on the dance floor yeah. and then that's it that's like, it yeah yeah Makes so sense. 
yeah, we had, there was a, there was quite a few. The few sanctuaries that I went to in between and all mm. that sort of stuff, and there was a few good times. But I just felt like when I got back into it. Hello, how are we doing? Before we start this episode, I just want to give you a little bit of a plug and promo on Fiddy's uh, little little venture we're going on yeah. there. So, go on then, what is it? So, with the Gate Street Bar and Grill yeah. uh, in Blackburn, Sell it to me, baby. So, <laughs> so we're a Mexican street food based, yeah, uh, but with a little bit extra. Right, we, go on. We uh, we pride ourselves on service. We pride ourselves on big plates yeah. and leaving a customer satisfied excellent we're not we're never going to be the place that people come for because it's cheap and it's, yeah. it's convenient yeah. you're coming for a good time yeah. out this sounds uh, like my type of gaff we we promote communal eating we yeah. promote the tapas style eating where you're not you're not just out for something to eat you're all trying yeah. each other's food yeah. and it's a community experience. I'm a big share of me because then, see, see for me, what the thing is with this, say you've got this dish here, this dish here, and this dish here, what you can do is, right, you can go, I'll have a, I'll have a try of that, and if I don't like it, I won't get it next time when I'm on my own. Yeah. So there you go, have some of that, I'll have some of that. <laughs> yeah. Some people hate sharing, I fucking, why not? I've tried so, everything. So go on then, what's your, what's, what's your best seller? What's your, what's the, the best sellers, um, they all come from the steak range. Yeah. Um, I stick to, I stick to rump. Yeah, I feel it's the best steak, the best cut, the best right. value. Right. Um, but I add, I add my touch to it. So right. I've got my own seasoning, my own spice blends. Yeah. Everything's fresh. Fresh deliveries every day. Mm -hmm. We don't freeze ever. Mm -hmm. Everything's straight from from the supplier to the fridge to the grill. Yeah. Um, we just don't. I, I don't feel like I'm giving the best value for money by pulling out a bag of frozen shit. Yeah. It's got. It's got to be fresh. Fresh is best. Right, there we go. So I'm going to put the address below and the, the name and you can uh, have a check out of that. And what are you offering people who watch the podcast? So come if you come and you give the code word REFRESH, we'll offer you 10% off. There you go. Have some of that. 10% off with the code REFRESH. Uh, I'm doing this to help promote this because I feel like, I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't had it yet, but it looks amazing and I'm about to go and have a plate full of food. So yeah, nice yeah, one, mate. Come on. Really? <laughs> Excellent. I was listening to... So was, this must have been like, what, 2016, 2017 you came back, was it? 2018, I dropped my return mix. Yeah. Um, 2017, I started writing for it. Yeah. Um, I, can, I, I can remember that you started sort of coming along again and yeah. see, seeing bits and bobs. and. Well, I, I just felt like... At the time, in 2016, 2017, I was listening to some of the promos that people were putting out. The only one that I can remember now is um, Josh's um, Eases, mm. when he was stood there. Let me start this one. I'm going to get a few things. Oh, what is it now? I know it word for word as well. Yeah. But it is, that was the only one that stood out because it was mint. Yeah. And I was listening to everybody else's, not everyone else's, but a lot of other people's, and I thought, they're, they're not no one's bringing anything like real to the table it's yeah. all about fucking oh I've, I've, I've got fucking birds on tap i've got kilos in the boot and i've got this and i just thought you've not like, <laughs> you haven't like yeah, yeah, yeah. stop bullshitting and i just thought if i actually sit there and write write something and and put my mind to it i know lyrically that i'm a lot better than a lot of what was out there at the time yeah there's obviously you know absolute units like josh and um, pressure and people like that. Pricey weren't even on the scene then at the time. Mm. So there was, there was only two or three. Um, G weren't really putting anything out there. Jordan was doing his little bits here and there. But yeah. again, he was moving into sort of the bigger yeah, the bigger yeah. things. And I thought, for what I was seeing, 
the you work could add anything. to it sort of thing is that what you yeah I just felt like I just felt I could add a lot more yeah. than, than what they was bringing like I say Josh was you could tell from but he'd, he'd been in it for so long anyway like when I seen that first um, promo that he did and I was like that's what you should be bringing yeah. if you're not bringing it on that level what's the point in doing a promo that's less than that yeah. like you should be bringing it at that level if you're not it, it's, it's but then I get that obviously people are not at his level as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought, well, I can add to that. I can I can bring something along. And you know, yeah. Tasker was another one. He was he was doing really good things at the time. Mm. And I thought that's what you should be doing. You should be at there, not like. It's like I said. I said it on the last podcast. If you want to put your energy into something, if whether you're an MC, you're a DJ, a producer, you, you strive to be the best. I'll, everyone says, oh, it's not a thing, but it's healthy to think that if you can hit their level, yeah. you're doing it right. That's Where, it. And do you I know think... what I mean? Don't settle. You, you're always competing with yourself because you're always, in my opinion, it's like the last one you did is you, all you've got to do is be better than that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you've got to say, well, if this is the standard that Easy is doing it up, yeah. I need to match that energy. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. that's why I, that's why I set up the back to bars, yeah, um, mix series um, because I thought the plan was for that. I asked five people, yeah who I regarded as, yeah, you meant, and I want to go up against you. Not against you, but I want you to be on the same mix as you so that everyone can see. Yeah, and make you not look secondary. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, you you can go bar for bar with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I, I felt like, do that, and then and then go from there. And I just felt like, obviously, before I did that, I had to get a few mixes out and stuff like that. But that was always the plan anyway, was to sort of have a look at... Um, I know when... It gave me the idea when... Finchie did that um, Supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had Jordan, Finchie, um, G and B. Yeah. And um, they were just going rhyme for rhyme for rhyme for rhyme. And I thought, that's what I want. But I want like, I wanted to base it on like a sort of little 30 minute mix. Yeah. No more than sort of 45 minutes, but a 30 minute mix. Because I think you can listen to an half an hour mix no matter what you're doing. Anything when anyone sends me a mix for an hour I've got loads of mixes that people have sent me we do this as it's too long like an hour I won't listen to a mix for an hour unless I'm on like a if I'm like if we're coming up to your end of yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a two hour drive or something like that or a, you know half an hour you're in the shower you're washing up you're yeah. hoovering up or whatever you can do most things are split into half an hour blocks yeah. so I think if you get a mix you need it for half an hour 40 minutes tops because after half an hour, I do it myself, even on my own ones that are longer than that, mm. I'll start not listening to it and, and yeah. t like just t I'll tail off to do something else and you get bored of it after a bit. So If I there's a few of you on it, then fair enough. But if it's, I'm showing what I can do and this is DJ showing what they can do, half an hour is, a DJ could do so much in half an hour, yeah. MC could do so much in half yeah, an hour. Yeah, that's it. Like, and I just felt like with the Back to Bars um, episodes, I felt that's what I wanted, just half an hour of two MCs just literally just going back to back to back mm. to back and then I think um, I asked Pricey I asked Josh I asked Cavo mm -hmm. Cavo's so fucking lyrically gifted yeah. um, I haven't heard much of his stuff yeah so. no if, if you listen to him lyrically he, he's fucking brilliant Jonesy is another mm -hmm. one his punchlines are unreal yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. very very good um, I didn't ask Pressure for some reason I don't know why should have done but I've not got around to it anyway but um, th there's still so much there for me to do with, with the back to bars and the concept of it is I wanted someone who understood as a DJ understood what I wanted mm. there was loads of DJs who, who I'd sort of looked at and I thought Lange like because he's, he's such a talented DJ 
and he, he understands that. I said, right, Langy, what I want from this is I don't want any vocals, I don't want any breakdowns, I don't want any, like, it just needs to be 30 minutes of just banger, 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 yeah, yeah, banger, yeah. so that the two MCs can go for it. I said, like, what I don't want is to an MC to be getting right into the rhythm and the adrenaline be going, and then there's one of them big, long, like one of them old shitty Eminem songs that had the Eminem verses all the way through the songs and all yeah. that, that hype it. I said, no, I want that. I just want so you can go at it and yeah, really yeah. just basically showcase your skills as an MC. Yeah. You'll still look good as a DJ because obviously you're playing banger after banger and everything yeah. like that. Set's mint. The only reason the MCs could do that is because the set was mint. The set was mint because the Makes DJ's sense. mint. And then the, the MCs can just flourish. I said, and then you're flourishing, we're flourishing. Brilliant. I said, and what I'll do is I'll use you for every back to bars that I do. I'll mm. have this set. So it's Langy featuring Juicy, like not against, but Juicy and Pricey or Juicy and Easy, yeah, Juicy yeah, yeah. and whoever. Um, and go from there so I did that but that was during the lockdown which was good because it gave me time to sort of play around and all that but before that my first one was uh, Home Truths and I try and name them all similar so like yeah. Home Truths Real Talk Turn Up The Heat it's, yeah, it's all things like that are basically saying like I'm going to bring something here yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on each one I, I try and touch on different, different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. serious topic so I think the first one was Faggy Lads um, <laughs> the second one was um, with Marty was about the mum playing playing God uh, mm. with kids um, it's good like it is really good like it, it, it's impressive that I've, I've listened to them and I was just like do you bring in something different people are always like I, I've seen this has been a big subject this week where it's like people uh, who are underrated or, or people who don't get the, the, the shot at the, at the bigger gigs and it's like when someone says bring something different what you were doing is different there's a lot of people doing different stuff mm. out there but there's I can see a big appeal to to, to what you're doing yeah. like, do you know what I mean um, and I don't I, I feel and don't mind saying that I feel like maybe some of your stuff's maybe under underrated like or underappreciated so when you when you put it out if you don't mind me saying that like no probably I think um, I think the, the main reason why is that and I think Pricey suffers from this a lot as well. Mm. We won't kiss asses to get people to listen to yeah. our stuff. Well, I put, I write a rhyme because I think it's it's relevant. Mm. I think it's funny. I think it's meaningful. Um, and I won't like. There are some rhymes that I do shit like purely for comical value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like that one on. I don't know if I did it on. The sanctuary one. <coughs> Hi, my name's Claire. I've got fake tits on there. Um, yeah. Like, there's there's a few that I do that are purely for comical value. Um, yeah. But there's some that like I just try and make sure that it's it's. I like it. Like, yeah. if I well, like yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to Art it for yourself, you'd yeah. like to. I do that when I write tunes. I used to. If you listen to my old stuff, it's like I listen to it. And I don't feel like it's me when I listen back to it. Mm. So, for instance, it's like I felt like maybe I was just maybe people pleasing. Yeah. And then uh, there was a point where it just shifted, and I thought, well, I'm just going to do what I enjoy because I'm not enjoying doing that. Yeah. Keep people please. So I do my own stuff, and if people like it, it's a bonus. So when you write a rhyme, it's like I've done that. I'm proud of that. If people like get behind this, fucking yeah, that's just extra. That's well, just I'll extra. I'll know, like. There'll be, there'll be certain bits of a rhyme where I think that's fucking good mm. and I'll think right that has to go into the right rhyme if it doesn't then 
it's not it's going to lose its appeal so there's a lot of a lot of little bits where i used to send dowie because lyrically dowie's yeah he's really supreme, really good like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. i used to send dowie like rhymes yeah i think he's underappreciated for lyrics as well oh, like i think so some of stuff sort of like goes over people's heads i think really... i think he came along too early do you think so yeah now people listen to lyrics and listen to rhymes and stuff like that. Back yeah. then, they didn't as much, and yeah. that's when he was at his peak. Diego. It was all about flow, um, sort of thing. Yeah, and I think he was he was just ahead of his time. He, but lyrically, he's one of the people that, like I say, where I was like, that's the level you should be at. Yeah. You sh if you're not aiming for that, then what, What's the what are you aiming for? Like, yeah. Excellent. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, I think, so for me, I think, I think they'd be appreciated more if more people listened to them. mm but then again, I do get a fairly good return on them, like in terms of players and you stuff do, like yeah, that. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of them. Where I, I think, think those who do listen appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just need you just need to get more ears on it. I think. Yeah, that's, that's it. my opinion. Um, I've got a question I was going to ask you at the beginning because I meant to ask you on the last episode. Um, is your dad or, or your uncles or anything like that like musicians at all? Just because obviously, would you have been writing the lyrics and Jordan writing the lyrics? I just I wonder what that stemmed um, from. No, it just come from. I mean, like I said before, having the Jamaican background, you can't be Jamaican and not be into music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from yeah. the minute we wake up in the morning, well, before then, my dad was up anyway. Mm. Music was on, even when when we lived with my mum, because obviously she never slept because she was on crack. But uh, <laughs> there was house parties twenty four seven, so the music yeah. was always on. So from the from the minute you wake up, music's already on. Yeah, it's on all day. Where, like when my dad used to take us out in the car. Stereo, full blast. So it's more musical lovers rather than yeah, yeah. Musicians. And then I think it's That's just it's come from, like I say, me and Jordan, very si similar um, taste in music. So we both grew up listening to like the Fugees, mm. Tupac, Biggie, um, and 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 hip hop and everything like that. And we'd obviously copy them. Yeah. Um, because it was then, so lyrical, that's what it's translated. Yeah. Okay, that, so makes, we, that we, explains and a lot. And then so then. Solid Crew, like when they come through, yeah. like we we got on some about a year before they got on before they come up north if you mm. like so we was obviously onto them and stuff because a family in london are like, listen yeah. to this and you'd start listening we used to go always go down to uh not in ill carnival yeah uh, on the bank holiday weekend in august they have not in ill carnival they've got one in preston one in uh, moss side as well yeah and then we'd we'd always listen to like the jungle so there's always like the mcs on there yeah. and everything so that there's and then the drum and bass when that come through was well into that so it was, it was a natural sort of thing for us to nor about like the like you said it was always dead lyrical anyway and the like the Fugees with Wyclef and all that was all about storytelling and Tupac yeah. was all about like delivering a message and Biggie was more sort of like storytelling and stuff and so we just sort of grew up on that yeah and then you, you naturally sort of copy them and yeah and you, and you, you brought just it to a scene that's got these MCs but you're just adding lyrically it yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah, so it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just because like I say product of your environment type yeah. of thing we, we just sort of we, we was always into it um, yeah. and then obviously Jordan seen like me doing a few bits on stage and all yeah. that and then he, he'd come along to a few um, and then he was like fucking I want a bit of that <laughs> and then he just sort of Jordan is like he has one of them sort of characteristics where if he puts his attention onto something yeah he's addicted to it like yeah. in, in like I said football MC and all that he, yeah. he just he just focus 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 whereas I'll do it 
have 10 years off then come back <laughs> and then like not yeah. really like he'll just be at it completely at it and that's it so yeah he's um it's it's just come from just being brought up around being brought music, up yeah, music okay, and, and just having it in us like yeah. constantly before you come if i was watching that wrestling documentary yeah um by the way we're watching wrestling in the background it's behind the camera <laughs> yeah, yeah the snake <laughs> um but yeah we're um it's just having that that music thing no matter what yeah. we're doing we've usually got music on yeah and it's um it's just a big part of 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 i i believe music will heal yeah, a lot. it carries you through a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like some of my, you can always put an emotion to music. Like yeah, the yeah, certain yeah. tunes or the certain um, festivals or even events or something yeah. like. There's, I can think, fucking oh, through that tune, it takes you back to that. Yeah, place and, and it, it's one of them yeah. where it's a massive healer. And I think if you've not got music in your life, you're gonna suffer depression at some point because you need it to sort of. It's euphoric in it. It, yeah. bring, it brings that. That, it's unexplainable yeah, you know, you it is, it does, yeah if you connect to music yeah. then you'll do alright a lot of the time excellent um, there was a couple of questions I wanted to ask you um, since like having your little hiatus sort of around the, t- the early 2010s yeah what, what, did you notice a change in the music at all when you came back so um, like, yeah so it was very like when I was initially emceeing yeah if someone turned up to a club and played anything at one fifty-five, like it'd start a riot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now, like, not so much. But when I come back, it was all like one fifty-five, one fifty-five, one fifty-five. Yeah. It, 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 it was the the new generation as well, which they they wanted something different because yeah. obviously they wanted new energy and all that, and, and it had evolved a little bit. I prefer the old. Um, yeah. I think my my best mix is the Sanctuary one purely because every tune on it is something that I love. The yeah. speed of the speed of the tracks, the the actual tracks themselves, it's something that I love. Yeah. Um, there are other really good mixes that I've done as well, but I think my best one was the one with Farrell purely because it's everything that I grew up on and it's everything yeah. that I felt. Oh, I love this track, and then the next one coming, I, mean, I love this one as well. I love this one as well. There's there's other mixes that I've done where. There might be a track here and there where I'm not really feeling it as much, or I don't know the track as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the yeah, I think music definitely changed. Um, you think so? Just the you look at say for example, um, like I spent a lot of time in Craig and Wigan Pier. Yeah. Um, and the BTID things now. So what Andy Whitby plays, for example, yeah, wouldn't have got away with doing that sort of his mashups and that. And yeah. The way that how hard he does it, yeah, wouldn't have got away with that in Pio. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have translated. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. So it's it, it's moved along. I think it's moved along in in, in a good direction. Ma- majority, some of them, not too keen on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. But see when the when you came to like your first night back out where you like you perform and you got on stage and someone's played tunes and you just like was it noticeably different for you? Did you do you think? Yes and no, um, because the the general gist of a tune is always going to be the same. Yeah, it's always going to have the same, usually the same amount of bars, like and, and the the breakdowns and the vocals are going yeah, to be yeah. in the same place. It's just the actual style of the actual tune is is, is a lot different. Um, yeah. I think my first my first gig back was for bouncing. Um, right. I think it was the fifth birthday. Is that Wrexham? Yeah. 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 Um, and they always put on a really good show. Yeah. Um, and the was it that one? I'm pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. And 
just being honest, I was on with Reflex, and it was, I'd done a promo with him and stuff like that, and yeah. I'd been listening to, to tracks more to try and get up to date with everything yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and everything, but I just felt like it was a lot, yeah, it was, it was the general gist of it is the same, but the, 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 vibe, the actual vibe's different, yeah, that's it, so it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a big transition to sort of, from where it was, to sort of take yourself out of it mm -hmm. and then throw yourself back in and, and understand it if that makes a bit of sense because yeah. you have to understand the music that you're, that you're working with otherwise you, yeah, you're going to drop the wrong rhyme at the yeah, wrong yeah. time and stuff like that. So so since coming back, what what sort of events have you been doing? I do I do keep tabs on what everyone's doing like but um, so you, let's have it's been a big one for you. That's yeah, been, I think let's that's, have it. I think um, that's, that, that's really brought you out to a lot of people who didn't know you as well at yeah. the same time. Like, their 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 crowds are a much younger generation. Mm. Maybe one around when you done the gravity stuff out like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's brought out you to this exposure to this new new generation. Um, obviously, you said bouncing. Uh, what other bits and bobs have you done? Um, you did BTID, as well. Sanctuary a couple yeah. of times. I think um, I think with the Let's Have It one, I've had to sort of transition how I am as a performer as well. Yeah. So they don't want. The crowd in general don't want someone stood on stage doing rhymes about the mum yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff like that. So I've had to sort of shift from a lyrical more to hosting. Yeah. Um, and I think whilst I was trying to transition to that is when I was performing for Sanctuary. And I think when I performed for Sanctuary, I was kind of confused between the two. Yeah. So I, I should have gone to Sanctuary and just been lyrical. Yeah. But I weren't. I went to Sanctuary and tried hosting and being lyrical. I, I don't think it came across too well, which is probably why he's not booked me since. <laughs> but um, I just think at that time I was thinking, what's going to be the bigger draw? Yeah. Is it going to be Sanctuary or is it going to be Let's Have It? And yeah. I thought Let's Have It's going to be, be the bigger one because obviously it opens up a lot more doors, BTID yeah. um, uh, and, and stuff like that. So um, I was in the in the transition of, of moving from. What I wanted to do is be lyrical on the mixes and the yeah. CDs and stuff, and then be able to host because that's yeah. where things are now. Like if you're doing, like I've been lucky enough to do BTID, uh, Zombie Nation, Pia. I've done them all apart list, from it, yeah. the, apart from the abroad ones. I've yeah, done everything yeah, 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 yeah. that's here. I've done Bounce Seven um, this year. Uh, Let's have it. Yeah. Um, I've done a, a couple uh, a night for Lange a couple of weeks ago. A few, Was that taking you back? Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, taking you back. Yeah. There's another one. Um, there's no point in plugging it because by the time this will be out, it's on this weekend. So uh, this weekend, come on. Yeah, this is out tomorrow, mate. So oh, is it? All oh, right, sound. Yeah, well, <laughs> taking you back is uh, yeah. is on is on Saturday the twenty. I mean, to be fair, we're going up against. There's a Maxim's night. Yeah, literally a few doors down. Um, oh right, okay. And there's also a Sanctuary, which is. Yeah. But don't go to them. Come to the taking you back. I'm on, I'm on a Sanctuary. <laughs> come to Sanctuary. If you're in Blackpool, come there. Yeah, Blackpool, there, yeah. Wigan. You've got to come to taking you back. Taking you back. Rob right. Kane, Joe yeah. Taylor, Philbin. Fuck it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do. We'll do a plug here, right? <laughs> so this weekend, if you've got nothing on, the weekend being the 29th, 29th. Yeah. Right. Um, big week, big week, massive weekend for events. Really, when you think, when you look at it, yeah, right? it is, yeah. Well, and we won't just plug the ones we perform. We'll plug a lot of them, right? Because that's that's the kind of people we are, right? So I'm on in Sanctuary uh, sat this Saturday. Um, it's going to be great. I think it's uh, my first it manic look set. Good, to be fair, um, with John, I've I said this to Fid yesterday. I can't believe if if you told twelve year old me that 
I'd be a Sanctuary resident mm. and in a little production duo with John G, yeah. right? I'd have just laughed at you because it's fucking pathetic, like the thought yeah. of it. But that's where, that's where we are. I seen and him last week, guest here at uh, Wonderland. Yeah. And um, I was coming out and he was just stood there trying to not get wet through and, <laughs> and I've had a little chat with him. But he's, he's another, he, yeah. He's, legend. He's fucking, that legend. Is the only word for him is legend. Yeah. He's, he's so good. Like I, listen, I still listen to his... One of the first ever mixes he put out on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, back to the back to the old school or back to the old period. Back to the old period. Yeah, yeah. So fucking good. Like every mix is on point, and it's just every tune is on point, and he's 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 a fucking legend. Yeah. But he's, um, so this Saturday, Sanctuary uh, in Blackpool at uh, Level Four Nightclub, uh, we've got Taking You Back. Um, yeah. Langley, don't worry, don't any um, don't any royalties for this or out. Carl's on, so you can have it. I love um, royalties. So yeah. go on, who's on that lineup? Rob Kane, yeah. Monsoon and Dreamworks, yeah, massive lineup already. Joe Taylor, yeah. Philbin, Angel, Carlil, Lange, yeah. Ben Jones, Poddy, yeah. um, MDMC, Jonesy, and myself. Fucking, so it's, yeah. it's such a good fucking lineup. Uh, and like, where's that vibe? That's a vibe, a yeah. Vibe, yeah. Um, I mean, from seven o'clock yeah. until whenever. Yeah. And um, I may as well plug it as well. Um, there's the Maxims night on, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that's at. I apologise, but somewhere in Wigan, yeah, with some people on, yeah. So I, I apologise. <laughs> I know you don't want to plug it, but listen, this this podcast is about the scene, and yeah. if people aren't going to the nights, then we want, we want it all to thrive and survive. It, ideally, we'd have a thousand people in each club, but yeah. it's hard times, cost of living, and all that. Yeah. So yeah, you've just got to fight for what you can get in in the club. That's it. I mean, to be fair, they are three very good. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think. Again, not throwing shade on anyone else. I think Lang is that that lineup is. Oh, it's it's, it meant you've got Rob Kane. Yeah. You know, you, you he's, can't he's give him enough accolades. Angel, again, I think I said it on the last one, yeah. and I'll say it time and time again. She's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Carlil, banging set. Every, Seen him I, last I night. He's a, yeah. he, he was lively last night. <laughs> yeah. But he was um, he was lively last week at Wonderland yeah. as well, and then. Um, Philbin again, massively, massively talented. Yeah. Um, the, the, the lineup's just ridiculous. Joe Taylor, yeah, you know, I love Joe. It, you, you can't say his name without just thinking, "Wow, like, yeah. he's class." It's a fucking, it's, it's a lineup and a half. It is. Um, Monsoon it is. and DreamWorks, and you know, it's it's going to be such an easy night for me, Duffy and Jones, <laughs> yeah. like, working with them. Three, two good MCs to be on with as well. Oh yeah, Duffy. I, I, he, he's class like again I was saying about Jonesy before his yeah. punchlines and his his cadence and everything is yeah. so fucking good um, Duffy, Duffy was on fire last night as well like he always is he's yeah. like he's, he's some, when I first met him I first met him and, and Arky when we did the Gravity versus Adrenaline and Jordan said oh watch out for these two he said like watch him because I think he'd worked for Gra uh, yeah. Adrenaline a couple of times um and I the seen thing both, with, and I was like, wow. These the two. thing with Duffy is, right, he's always been good. I'll never ever, yeah. I won't take that away from you. Like, if you watch this, it's fair enough. He's always, always been good. But his crowd control over the last five years yeah. has been, he done that, that thing, he was like, get get down, da 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 He done that yesterday, the whole crowd came up, and then the, the tune kicked in, it just fucking went off. Yeah. And I'm like, He's, he's unreal, isn't he? He's unlocked the next level for yeah. him, like, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, Lyrically, he's always been uh, amazing. His deliverance has always been good. But that crowd control now, I'm bigging him up massively. What a guy. Uh, he should be picked up as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. because, like you said before about pushing the scene, Yeah, he's somebody that he, he should be celebrated as yeah. being, again, 
if you're not aiming to be at that level, yeah. what are you aiming for? Like he, he's another one where you just put him at the top. You, yeah. you can't say he's mid table or he's out class as WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he WrestleMania main event. He, like, lo- he loves wrestling as well. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So <laughs> he, he, he is. He's not just a SummerSlam. He's yeah, always yeah, a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like so. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's he's fucking brilliant. He's another one that I just love watching because you see him. He, he's dead calm and reserved. And then he's on stage, on stage yeah, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. what a transition that in the space of yeah. 10 seconds, what a transition. But yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, so before we sign off today, mate, um, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, you said you had questions for me, so. Yeah, right. But so, no, this might be getting quite <laughs> Your last ever gig is this weekend. Right. You can okay. only pick one DJ to go back to back with and two MCs to work on it for that one set. Who would it be? Right. Um, last ever only, gig. Only people that you've worked with as well. Last ever gig. So you gig. can't be like you can't pick someone you've never worked with. So you know that it's going to be your retirement gig, for example. Yeah. You can only pick one DJ to go back to back with. Yeah. And two MCs to work on your set. Right. Well, it's going to go full circle for me. I think. Um, it's going to be John. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, I fucking hell. Yeah. It would, it would. It would have to be. Yeah. Um, I. I it's mental because John was a fully established DJ when I was listening to him in, in primary school yeah. and it was like I was it, for me it was always the the Italian and the hard house and the trance all mixed together yeah. it, it was my taste of music and I, I grew up most of my tunes are inspired by mixes he's done yeah right um, so it'd have to go full circle of, of how I got into it is how I'd want to get out of it right that being said it'd have to be Farrell yeah um, on the mic and I'm tied between. I love. I I, I did some um, live sets with with Jordan, um, mm. but they were hardcore sets. So yeah, when I was yeah. doing a bit hardcore, they were good. Um, it'd have to be Jordan or Finchy. Finchy really helped me. Um, sort of get out there and 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 really like because I was I was DJing in like Cumbria for, for years and between Farrell and Finchie they were the ones who were like for me really helped and yeah, I think yeah. I, I genuinely think I'm not saying this, it might, it might be, this might be complete bullshit but I feel like them two seen some potential in me of like mm. he's willing to fucking to, to, to put in the work yeah. and I'd like to think I've got a little tiny bit of talent as well so it would have to be them two but if I if it it's either going to be Jordan or Finch <laughs> so, but I think just because of my history with with Stu I'd, I'd have to go fin- yeah. Finchy so Finchy Farrell and John G uh, I don't think that's a bad set to that's be honest like yeah. but yeah that's that's me on my, my way out uh, if I was to do our last ever set next weekend I'll, I'll, I'll fill out the question a little bit more I'd probably do it at uh, venue wise um, fucking hell uh Bowlers, bowlers has always been my favourite. Yeah, uh, and do you know what? I've never been to a Zombie Nation, even though it's like the biggest event. Oh, you uh, need to. I've never, never been to one. Come this year. Um, and yeah, um, I put myself on at twelve o'clock. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. Set. yeah, definitely. Uh, and now you've said it, and you've got the, the fucking the, the things going. I'd probably start off with we'd set you free twelve o'clock. I know it's not not um, New Year's Eve or anything like that, but mm. just set the tone, euphoricness, play loads of euphoric bangers, and then there you go. So there's your answer to the question. Yeah, if you want me to fill it good out, answer, yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot the other question. There was two really good questions that I had, but that was the main one. <laughs> um, 
What was your favourite gig that you've done? Fucking hell, you put me on the spot here, mate. Uh, I was going to ask you before. Yeah, yeah. I'll return the question to you in a minute then. Uh, you have a think of what yours is now. I'll, I'll I know mine straight out. Right, okay, what's yours? Go mine on. was the, not the last, let's have it, the one before with uh, Jordan, Angel, and Keo jumps up. It yeah. was just one of them where I felt that I was, I was on fire. Mm-hmm. Um... Jen was on fire. Mm-hmm. The, the set that she played was fucking sublime. I think we talked about it in the last pod anyway. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan's jumped up on stage with me. And then we're going back to back and we're having Class. such a good time. And then obviously Keo's... There's so much into that as well. It's yeah. like big stage, big big brand you're playing for, but you're there with your brother and it's a sentimental value as well. Not only that, it was with Jordan yeah. and Jen, who I'd pretty much started out yeah. with, like from from the gravity and adrenaline days. It's a full circle thing again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. It, I don't think that set could have been made better by any other DJ mm-hmm. in terms of what it meant to me because it was like it's us like three it. doing like what we did back in two thousand five, maybe yeah. two thousand four, two thousand five. But back then it was in Club Zone in Preston or at Crick. Mm. Like now we're it's pure. On stage, it's yeah, on a yeah, big yeah. stage. It's a sold out crowd. Everyone. The, the decor, the everything was just like, if I never had another booking, I'd be like, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that anyway. Like that, that was, for me, that won't ever be beat in terms of what it meant to me to be on there. Again, massive shout to Cal because mm. he got a picture. I've got the, I've got the canvas upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Classic yeah, picture. Yeah, so it's like me, Jordan, yeah. Jen's hands in the air, like, and then me and Jordan are, are there and all the colours and the brightness, everything that Love let's it. have it is. The brightness, the colours, the the atmosphere was all in that. You can just see it in that one picture, and yeah. it, it's fucking. So that that for me, hands down, is um, right. is the best. Uh, Favorite set for me, right? Um, <clears throat> there's a couple of standout sets. I can give you maybe three standout sets, um, all for different reasons. Obviously, my favourite for what it was. Favourite because of sentimental value mm. and, and and whatnot. Um, three completely different ones as well so uh, we'll start off with I did I, I run an event uh, basement all weekender it was and we had Friday Saturday and Sunday the one holiday Sunday in, in August risky putting it on with all the other festivals and stuff on mm. but uh, it was in a, in a club that I was sort of I was doing the uh, managing the events um, for, for a while there and I said right we'll do this weekender and it was me and Finchie um, at my own event and it was the, the recordings online you can go and listen to it and you can hear the atmosphere off the yeah, thing yeah. it was it took me back to to a, a time where I never got to be there like I never got to experience the 90s when everything was banging and yeah, and yeah, yeah. like everyone's like oh you had to be there for, for, for this I, I've seen pictures of that particular club in the 90s and early 2000s where it was it was thriving it was yeah. rammed every weekend and we had that place wall to wall for that. that. That was the only night I ever seen it that busy in recent memory. Yeah. Maybe if there was a frequency night that was on there that was maybe equally as, as rammed. But this was rammed. Uh, Finchie was on, right? It, it was that rammed and people had, 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 had came and, and whatnot. We had to escort Finchie out the building with bouncers and yeah. down the back exit because people were just that enthralled. And every tune I was playing it was getting bigger and bigger bigger reactions yeah. and it was just such a good set and like it wasn't even in a massive club in front of a massive crowd there was probably 300 people there it's just what but, it meant like, yeah it uh, meant a lot to me so for sentimental value that 
my two others that stick out in my mind was uh, I got asked to go and play in France in Toulouse in 2015 for Halloween. I turned up there and I, I didn't know what to expect. Mm. Uh, first gig, no, second gig abroad actually. But um, and I turned up. Gary Select was there. Dirtex, Star Project, like all these like European. Yeah. Hard, hard based DJs and stuff like that I turned up and I didn't know what to expect for whatever reason I walked into a club in the middle of France right everyone seemed to know who I was and get pictures and I was just like this was overwhelming yeah. this was this wasn't a club either it was a warehouse it was a bit of a mind blow that like yeah and I came on and it, the, the, the full set's online the actual video so you can see that I'm, I'm not bullshitting you when where, you say about where it where online is it it's on YouTube you can someone's actually recorded so the full set it, on the what thing. would you search uh, I just put Brad Refresh France and it's something some will come up and it'll be, it'll be there uh, yeah it'll be a good plug <laughs> it's very amateurly recorded don't get me wrong but because um, it's literally somebody who's just been like a mega fan of mine and, yeah. and recorded the full set like every single mix it's like it was such a good time and yeah. I really appreciate that and for the last one I'd have to say my third favourite would be 2019 Sankfest in the Lakes Right, I, I was, I'd played Sankfest before, but it was always the after parties mm. and stuff like that. This, I was main stage, um, I had Farrell and I had Jonak on my set. And Jonak's so good. Yeah, he's a really good crowd MC. Mm. Um, and everyone I knew locally who'd been coming to my nights, who'd been supporting me, they were all there. And all my mates who were DJs and all that were all there. And it was just, it was it was very, very humbling to do. And I thought, Farrell put trust in me to, to get this place sort of banging. And I played and I came off and I was just like, class. Like, and everyone I knew well. around me, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sankfest up in the lakes was insane. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A big outdoors, sun's fucking yeah. beaming, it was class. And like, all the legends are there watching my set as well, because there was like Arena 3 or 4 that was old school. And all yeah. the people I listened to grew up like... Um, there was like some local legends there and then there was like the likes of say like a uh, um sure there was like tatty and there was like oh you know, all tatty, the original you know, like uh yeah the, the, the all proper there. legends yeah like matt fee was there matt fee came up to me afterwards and he was like mate i've, I've seen you come a long way yeah. in like since i first met you and because I, I, I i dj'd him years ago and i met him and introduced myself and i think we've always sort of kept in touch and it from where i was to where i am it was like mm. that was good that and it was very 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 humbling yeah. so yeah they're my three yeah. so we're just going to tie today up mate if that's okay uh, i don't know if you realize it's been we've actually been recording for a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i thought i didn't realize when i checked the time before i was like oh fuck hell. but yeah i uh, just want to say thanks for coming on mate it's been always apps. a pleasure mate always yeah. a pleasure um and, you will be back on soon. Go yeah, and check definitely. these mixes out that we've been talking about. Some of the my favourite lyrics, I think, the, in recent years. So go and check them out. Uh, I think you should. And if you've enjoyed this, then um, you can sign up to our Patreon. Share it with your mates as well. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh. Um, I bring this every week, every Monday guaranteed. Um, never let the, the, the crowd down yet except once um, we had a bit of an issue um, I'm just trying to make people be aware of what the bounce scene is and how people how much I appreciate it and seeing other artists tell their story get to know them on a more personal level if you enjoyed this give it a little like drop a comment and tell me if you, if you hated it let me know I'd rather know that you hated it do you know what I mean if you didn't like yeah, this episode I think, let me know. Um, I think for me Obviously, I've I've known a lot of people through through 
years of, of being in the mm. the mixes and stuff like that even through these i've learned more about people that i already knew so the, the candy and grundy one yeah. which is really good really fascinating um the, the farrell one the, yeah. the, the price uh, the last one with pricing cal i thought was brilliant when yeah. you said halfway through fucking hell pricey you've been brilliant on this one i was actually just before you said it i thought go on pricey like <laughs> you could see that the confidence was was oozing out of him yeah. i don't know if it was because he had the I don't want to use the word safety net, but he had the, like, because Cal was there as well and it sort of brought him out a bit more and I thought that was a really, really yeah. good one. Um, but, the, like, the, there's a few more that I've learned a lot more about people by watching yeah. these because usually you just see them on a night out yeah. in a club, a crack, in the courtyard, yeah, yeah. in the smoking area, in the foyer, whatever. You don't really get to know them unless you've gone back with them and you, and you know them. But, again, I've known Candy and Grundy for Years. two decades nearly. Um, and I learned more about them on, on these so yeah you know they, they are really good so they, they're a good way if you've not seen all of them yet go back and watch all of them again because you'll see people in a different light excellent I appreciate that compliment mate so yeah if you've enjoyed this then as I say we'll be back again next Monday nice one <laughs>